Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Let's go. Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode 50. And I am here, as always, with the feverish Fidero. Are we feverish- replaying? Do you remember like one? that how that felt? Like fifty felt cool one time. Oh right. Like it was like a big deal, right? Yeah, we made I think yeah. Fitty. Yeah. yeah. Shoot, I remember when Dynasty Trades HQ had Fitty. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was a big deal. Yeah, they all seem like a big deal, you know, but uh when you're up over three hundred, I guess fifty does sound kind of small. Yeah, and shout out to those that haven't made it there or or that just did. And I don't know who you are. I apologize for that. But I'm not – yeah, to your point, you know, I'm not saying it's insignificant. But I remember when it was like, holy shit, 50. Like, like it was – it was it was week, significant. A weekly show, that's, that's your first year. Yeah. You know, so that is significant. A whole year of doing a podcast is pretty damn significant, actually. Yep. Now we're on like 300 and something. I, d- I don't say it till the profiles are over. I just give up. <laughs> we'll be back on track. But we're, we're 300 and something. 300 and something for sure. I almost looked it up before this show. I should have. Just to surprise you. Say, hey, Swags, what, what, what do you think we're on? I'm going to guess right now and say 327. I'm going to guess right now and say 327. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can't guess the same thing? I just trust you. I feel All like right. you probably have a better idea than me at this point because, and so we're probably right there around there. I think we're between that. And I think that could be on the low side. I think we're between that and 133 or 233 or 333. Somewhere between 300 and 350. <laughs> For sure. I promise you that. That is correct. I wonder if our listeners care what episode it is. I bet they, they probably care. don't. But <laughs> for those about to mock, we salute you. Sorry about that. I can't do ACDC, but shout out to the people that are mocking. We're not doing that here tonight. No. We're going to mock the mock. Yes. A mockery of the mock. Yes. And that does not mean that we're going to mock the people that are that are doing mocks. I don't want to I don't want to say wasting their time doing mocks, but but that's not what we're doing. We're not mocking those mocks. We're mocking the NFL landing spots. Yes, we have a four-rounder that came out, I want to say last week, from Chad Reuter, which we're both looking at in front of our eyeballs. And this just going to talk about things that maybe pop out at us, um, some things that maybe don't make sense, or maybe even just some discussion about landing spots in general and where they're going to go. I think you should do the ACDC song. I can't sing. I told you this. This is you not say that like I just happen. like kicked ass singing or something. It's I just never, made a fool of myself. Never. Like, you know, if somebody thought that I sung the outro. Did you see that huh? comment? No. Did Benera sing the outro to the. You have the best outro ever. We do have the best outro ever. But I didn't sing it. It is Finero. He just doesn't want you to know that. <laughs> it's true. I didn't sing it. He sang it. I did not. That's bullshit. <laughs> now no one's going to know what to believe. Again, this might be something they don't care about, though. Number one, the Carolina <laughs> Panthers <laughs> draft CJ Stroud. I don't I don't know if I want to mock that. 
Yeah, that's crazy. So, so this is what I'm going to say though. The over the last three or four days, there's been an, an upswell about Bryce Young going one overall and sneak peek into the Mark Schofield profile everybody's waiting for, which is coming out next week. He loves the Carolina landing spot. He thinks the coaching there is built and ready for a rookie to come in. So my QB one in fantasy is going to be whoever Carolina dress. If they're doing smokescreen stuff right now and they want Stroud the whole time, Stroud will be my one, my, my first quarterback off the board. If they are not and they're, they've changed their mind and they're going Bryce Young, Bryce Young will be my quarterback off the board. Hmm. Coaching matters. I agree. I agree. And I, I definitely want to hear that Schofield show. That's one of the best shows oh, we put out. It's a good one. Uh, however, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Tell me, because, dude, you know I'm a Stroud guy. You know I'm a Stroud guy. And I that's, that's just Stroud. it, man. I don't think I can all, all of a sudden, like, instantly, like, switch over like feel that. a ton different about Bryce Young <laughs> and his size. And I want to see it, you know? Yeah. I, I have, I know. Do you want to know, know Mark Schofield prior to the NFL draft? C.G. Stroud is, is his his first quarterback hmm. rank in ranking. They're very, very tight. And he also thinks that Bryce Young could have a better fantasy impact than Stroud long term. Long term. Yep. They're very, very close. But he thinks because of he just thinks Bryce Young's an improviser that that Stroud Stroud is more system accuracy will, you know, won't make mistakes, you know, just. Really, really solid. Where what's wrong with that? No, a fantastic. He, they're they're neck and neck for him. But the young stuff is just like just like gifts. Like this guy, just it, you know how like you you you, you see this. Uh, it's like one percent of NFL players. Like how did they do that? Like I don't understand how they're doing this. Like mm-hmm. he's that kind of guy. So that's what's been pushing. I mean, I don't want to argue with Schofield, but if yeah, it's hard, to. if if I had something to say about that, I I mean, even look at Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. Michael Vick was a how did he just do that kind of player? Yeah, very good point. And it just doesn't last as long. Yeah. Cam Newton was a how did he do that kind of player with a bigger body? Yeah, he's and not just, referring to out of the. He's not referring to downfield rushes like a Josh Allen or a Cam Newton that you just mentioned. He's he's literally talking like all all platform stuff, uh, different arm angles, um, evading the rush. Uh, things like that that just make him just really, really tough at that small size to even take down because he's just so elusive in that way. Not rushing numbers, not taking off and running like fields, nothing like that. Uh, he didn't show that on college tape either. What he did show was the ability to just evade tackles and stay, keep the play alive and um, go, to, go to other options on the field. And that's what you have to do in the NFL. You have to be able to do that. You have to be yeah. able to go through your progressions. All these average to bad quarterbacks that don't make it are the ones that just can't process the game. Both these people can, both Stroud and Bryce Young can process the game. He, that, that's not an issue, but Bryce is just maybe special at it. That's, I think that was the point he was trying to make. And I get it. I, I'm not saying he's not special. Yeah. But he's small and it's scary. I hear you. I, I, I if I'm, I think average NFL quarterback side is like two twenty, two twenty five. That's average. Yeah. Right. Is that is that wrong or something uh, like that? I don't that? know off the top of my head, but I would say probably. Uh, I don't know. Two fifteen might be average. Two twenty. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Everybody's thinking about Kyler Murray. Even Kyler Murray's bigger. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. You know. 
Yep, 100%. So it doesn't sound like either of us have a big issue, though, with this the one and two landing spots of no. Panthers and Houston then taking Bryce Young. Nope. Number no, three, though, go- do you want to mock that? you want to make a mockery of the Indianapolis Indianapolis Colts? <laughs> well, that the Colts one is very interesting, too, because, um, again, teasing the Mark Schofield profile, he is a little against this consensus that Richardson couldn't play year one. Um, and I, I kind of understate that he wants him to play year one. He and, and I thought that was I thought that was the first time I'd actually heard, heard something like that. So when when I do the profiles, I always bring up um, in depending on what time of the year, I'll bring up an NFL mock and ask for a reaction landing spot. And when I talked about this one with Mark, he loved it. He thought he thought it was a great spot for Richardson, and he thought he was excited for Richardson to be able to start at some point during this first year. He thinks that it might actually be a good thing for Richardson. So I thought that was something worth bringing up while we're while we're mocking these spots. And I think the most interesting part is you know He's got some nice weapons there. He does, he does. Um, offensive line concerns and and such, but Richardson certainly is elusive, so he could make up for that a hundred percent. So yeah, it's the the. The biggest mock for me, or, or the, one, the the thing that I just don't see happening, is number nine overall, Bijan Robinson to Chicago. I could totally see uh, one, two, and three in this mock happening exactly the way it is, where I could see Bryce Young and Stroud being flopped. Um, but Bijan at nine, I'm not saying that Bijan doesn't deserve to be a top ten pick, but this is like very high. This is one of the highest spots I've ever seen him go. And more importantly, I just feel like Chicago has so many other concerns. Uh, why not? Why not protect you know their franchise quarterback with offensive linemen? They had the, the if they probably had the worst defense in the entire league. They were in twenty one different defensive statistics. They were twenty eighth or worst in fifteen of them. I mean that's just this horrendous. And they were they were like the worst in five of those statistics. And some of them were like points allowed, like really big areas where their defense needs help. So there's great defensive players up there. There's offensive linemen up there, but yet somehow they're gonna they're gonna pick Bijan Robinson. I, I just don't see it. This one this one felt off to me, and I felt I, I felt like it wasn't just that. Again, it had it has very little to do with B. John Robinson. I think it has more to do with Chicago. I just don't see this as a as a as a spot where B. John would go. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And you can't see a team in front of them that no. you feel like was going to snag him up. No, but then Chicago, even without having David Montgomery, that just doesn't make sense either. I really don't. I yeah, it just. No, I, I don't. I don't like it for Chicago. And and you know what I do like? I like what Chicago is doing for Fields in the off season. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 one could argue, I suppose. Well, Bijan Robinson would help Fields. Yeah, he would. Uh, okay. Yeah. Look, I look hear what you. Brees Hall did for the Jets. Yeah, I, I, it'd be hard to argue that. Hmm. So, and I don't think anyone would be stunned if Bijan Robinson goes top ten. It's just not what the NFL does. But Bijan is that kind of guy. So that's the one thing that really stood out to me. Uh, for sure, that and the the very next pick, which is another this quarterback. Trade, we got a trade. Yeah, so it trade, trade up. Schofield told me, watch out. What he's hearing, one hundred percent, is that Minnesota will, if the cards go the right way, move up to get a quarterback. He thinks it's going to be way too hard to move up from where they are to three. Which you know, if this mock was true, three of the top quarterbacks would be gone by then. But. Pretty convinced that Will Levis could fall to 10 and pretty convinced if he fell to 10 that Minnesota would have what it takes to move up to get him. Um, definitely a lot of rumblings that Minnesota, Tennessee's another team 
that we're hearing a lot of right now, just a couple weeks away from the draft, that want to move up and get a QB. And Will Levis is the fourth guy that everyone's talking about possibly going top 10. Yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, man, so Cousins is out? Or well, they've got Levis would, behind him for a I year? I think it would be well. Yeah, I think it would be Levis behind him for a year, and then Cousins goes bye bye. It's a smart move. Like uh, there's a there's teams lately that I'm just stunned have no plan. Like Tampa Bay, um, Pittsburgh had no plan. You know what I mean? It's just like they have to dive into this horrible QB draft and just draft you know <laughs> the bottom of the draft and get a QB because they weren't ready. This this is this this is what NFL teams should do. You know, like if they think mm-hmm. Will Levis is is a starter in this league and you can get him at 10, you know, what are you, what are you going to do if you don't draft a QB this year? You're not going. Yeah, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. What does it what, what's what's major speculation is if they can move up and make that happen. That's that's the part that I have no idea about. Yeah. Can't believe anybody this time of year. All the stuff that we're hearing, like half of it is more than half of it. Seventy five percent of it's lies built to just better your team so like it's 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 a fun period of time it really is but it's frustrating i can't wait for it to just get here and it's interesting to think what would the saints do with that pick if they don't trade it Mm. and then to try to project if they'd want to or not right like who could be there for them to help their team yep so yeah yeah for sure and then because then after them you have the titans titans probably aren't going to want to trade with the Vikings to trade them for them to draft a quarterback. No. If Will Levis is still there. No, I agree. I think if he falls there, then, then Tennessee does the same thing. I think Minnesota should do. They should mm-hmm. replace Tannehill a year ahead. Yeah. Trade, trade Tannehill to all well, the Vikings wouldn't want him either. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> Spoiler of my fun. <laughs> I think, I don't think the green Bay Packers need to draft a tight end at 15 in Michael Mayer. And this is kind of said to be a deeper tight end class. And I feel like they have more needs than this. There is a tight end mocked to Green Bay in almost every single mock I've seen. So I have no clue what's going on there. Um, and I agree with you. I could make a stronger argument for wide receiver in that spot. There's a, mm-hmm. there's a shit ton of talent right there. Uh, in this particular mock, Jordan Addison went 12, but they could have JSN. Yeah. They could have JSN at 15. Michael Mayer, tight end. I get it. Also, um, there's a need. Get that, too. Um, in essence, of inexperience. I was going to call him a rookie, but that just doesn't fit the bill. Just a very inexperienced QB. be nice to have a tight end. But it would also be nice to have a great slot wide receiver in JSN. Um, Green Bay already has a great defense. So it's one of the – or a good defense. So it's one of those things where I agree with you. But I just I feel like because I see it in every mock, maybe somebody knows something I don't know. But it's it's either Dalton Kincaid or Michael Mayer to Green Bay in, in probably 90 percent of the mocks I've seen. But what do we know? People were saying Malik was going to go in the top 10 last year. So I know if Jalen Hyatt goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. I know in the first round that I will be mocking everybody's reaction to that yeah. landing spot. And he would instantly be like, wide receiver one, going to the Chiefs, if he was drafted, if they draft a wide, any wide receiver. Yep, I there, agree. For that matter. Yep. So the Kansas City Chiefs go Jalen Hyatt, 22 overall in the first round. Then with their second round pick, they add to more rookie hype and pick up Jameer Gibbs. 
So you want to, you want to, we've experienced CEH. We've experienced, um, Sky Moore. Sky Moore. And imagine experiencing Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt and Demir Hardman in the same freaking draft and the hype that we go into that. Dude, Jameer gives to Kansas City is something I really don't want to see. I, I absolutely don't want to see that. And I know this is going to go against the grain for a lot of people that, that are so excited about the Kansas City landing spot. But I, CEH is 5'9", 199 pounds. I'm sorry, 5'7", 207 pounds. And Gibbs is 5'9", 199. There's a huge speed difference. Gibbs is very fast. They were both excellent pass catchers in college. So I don't want to hear about that. I understand the speed difference. That is Gibbs' gift, right? Like, if you give him the ball, passing game, rushing, running game, he can just blow the top off, and that's going to be what puts you in trouble. CEH doesn't have that gear. I get it. I'm not comparing them in that way, but I'm telling you, (laughs) I will be biased in a negative way just because they're both small pass-receiving backs. It just feels like a double dip. It really does. It feels like we messed up with CEH, so let's try it again. You know, and I, I just... I can't tell you any concrete reason or any valid reason to to hate that, but I'm going to just not like it at all. I really won't. I probably won't own any Jamar Gibbs because his his, his value it's already high is going to be ridiculous, and then on top of that, his expectations are going to be ridiculous, which means he's going to fail those expectations because they're too high. And it's just one of those things I don't. Well, want to I get mean, involved it's in. not even that. It's that uh, somebody like that is automatically priced out at their ceiling. Mm-hmm. Which yep. is awesome if they hit it, right? But you well don't. Said. There's no gain. There's no. There's no market gain for me in that. And I yeah. like to find a market gain. Mm-hmm. And if somebody like Gibbs is pro- like, look at Ceh, like how he was priced out. He was priced out at yep. his ceiling before mm-hmm. he even hit the field. Um, I, I kind of wish I didn't even stay with Ceh, just because of how that failed. But look at Brees Hall. Yep. For example, like he yep. was priced at his ceiling and you could say he hit it, which is awesome. So you drafted him and you have success there. I don't even want to say you have a hit. You have success. You got what you paid for. Yep. Good point. And and you kind of just have it, you know, nothing changed. Um, mm-hmm. You're lucky that it stayed that way. That's actually the exception to the game we're playing, though, a lot of times, like, you're going to lose a little bit of value. It's going to go up and down. I mean, look at Jonathan Taylor, even, who in his rookie year, he lost value. And then he gained a ton of value. And now he's kind of lost a little bit. And it's just interesting how it all works. But somebody l- like that, that landing spot is priced out at their ceiling. And I think if, if if I play this mock out and I and I rearrange my rookie rankings, which we're all gonna do, and I already told you I don't want Jameer Gibbs now because he went to Kansas City. I think Zach Charbonnet in the second round, fifty fourth overall to the Chargers, is my new RB two. And I know John Lobb already has him there, but I also know that I would be very excited. We know that Eckler isn't happy. He's getting more and more vocal about it. If he isn't traded, he said he's gonna play. But Zach Charbonnet will play right alongside of him, and then it's the Zach Charbonnet show. And I, I, I think I would be more excited about getting Zach Charbonnet, who, by the way, was drafted nine picks before Jamar Gibbs in this uh, mock. Yeah, I like that landing spot. Yeah, we talked about that in speculation when I think we were doing an ish, wish, or feverish, and I was saying I, I wish that Eckler would get his wish and get traded so that we get a wonderful landing spot in the chargers and, and somebody like 
Gibbs or Charbonnet could fall to them in the second round, and then they have their replacement for Eckler on a really good team that I would get super excited about the running back landing spot for. Right or wrong, I would just get very excited about it. The second round mm-hmm. is interesting. Very interesting. If from the, I'm not saying there's nothing. There's things worth talking about, but I have a little bit more trouble finding something to make a mockery of. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah, no, it's it's it's. Uh, I mean, the the yeah, you're right. There's a lot of mentionables. Like we want to mention Hendon Hooker going 36 overall to Las Vegas. We definitely want to mention that. That's getting a lot of hype. Uh, mm-hmm. Hendon Hooker is getting hype for going in late first. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think this is more likely in the second round. But, yeah, most of these I agree with you. Not, nothing to mock, per se, um, but some lots of stuff you want to talk about. The only thing I, I, the only thing I don't love is um, I'm kind of getting really high on Sam Laporta as a, okay, you guys are going to draft Kincaid and you guys are going to draft Mayer, but Laporta's mine. I just don't like this spot. Um, after having lengthy discussions about the tight end, position you know how i love that that garden if you want like an actual tight end of any sort of dominance right you need to be somewhere in that top five you're never gonna get that on a team with hill and and waddle (laughs) they're never gonna get the volume they're never and i get it um tyree kill's not gonna be there forever but even if he retires when he when he says he will which i doubt that's three years away Right. So I just mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think this would be a shitty spot for Laporta. So I'm, I'm going to mock it because I don't like it because, <laughs> um, again, like I think Laporta is going in the second round and I think not enough people in the fantasy community are talking about him. And I just I think people would get really excited about him going to Miami. Why? Oh, he's the Jacecki replacement. What did Jacecki do in Miami? Not enough. Yeah. His okay. last season there was his worst season there. Yeah. But I mean, he was okay. Like it's it's yeah. really it's a lot. There's They're a lot ends. to see there. Yeah, right. What do tight ends do? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. We're shooting for the stars here, man. I, I mean, you. we get what? How many a year that have a thousand yards? Is that, so I mean, when we're talking yeah. somebody having between six and eight hundred yards, that's that's what that's, that's what for, they do. That's, that's what, what they, they do. <laughs> that is what they do. Um. So not everybody's Travis Kelsey. No, there's one of those guys, and everyone's a trying to find the next freaking reason that we have tight end premium. It wasn't because the position was fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's not forget. We had to make it interesting. You're correct. <sighs> Chigo, Chigo, Chigo. I feel like the Titans aren't going to draft a tight end in the early oh, second right. round. Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington early in the second, 41 overall. I agree. I think they love Chigo. And Darnell Washington, I think it seems early. I'm not saying they don't draft a tight end. Right, right. And I think they want a. I think they want more of a blocking tight end. So I'm not sure about Darnell Washington to that to that spot. Is that you mocking it then? A little bit. Yeah, I, I feel a little, little chigo love. I traded yeah. some chig away. Chigo. What'd you get for some chigo? Because I considered I for, it. Okay. it. I forget. It was one of those things where you needed a little bit of a throw-in to do a two-for-one and get, like, the upgrade you want. Gotcha. I'll have to look back. It was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, Dolchich and Chigo are uh, fun little stashes, but their value got really high, and it's 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 been tempting for me to move them because they're the freaking so tight ends. They're just tight they ends, and what are the chances that there way. could ever be a top three tight end? Very treat them accordingly. You'll know, like, if you have a TJ Hawkinson or a Kyle Pitts or Goddard, 
you know, I'm not, I don't even want to mention Kelsey. Yep. But you'll know if you have one of those guys, but uh, they're just tight ends. Like, unless, like, Feverish and I, like, I forget which show it was, but we talked a little bit in depth about tight ends and how we handle some of that in our strategies. Like, there, there is something to be said about having a certain amount of depth at the position if you don't have, like, one of those studs so that you can stream and watch matchups. It's kind of old school, like mm-hmm. the 10 the team redraft style where you got the six, eight bench spots and you're streaming tight end. You can kind of do that if you have depth, and um, I think that it, I think it can work. Yep. I like doing that. I yeah. either either have to have Kelsey or do what you just said, one or yep. the other for me. Like the the middle road is to although Hawkinson's starting to get there for me. Yeah, Hawkinson Pitts. Yeah, Hockinson. I'll take I'll take Hawkinson Pitts. Yeah, Nijoku. it's a short list. It's a short list. Yeah, Njoku's like another question mark, but it it's He's all I need. He's all yeah. I need. Oh, I hear. Oh, yeah, I hear you as far as like platoon yep. them for sure. I I'd, I would much prefer to make an offer for David Njoku today than Travis Kelsey. Mm. Mm-hmm. What do you honest. think about the Detroit Lions using a second round pick on a tight end? I don't. It wouldn't surprise me. Okay. I don't think. Um, I don't think we have the answer there at tight end. I I think I agree. they try to say they do with Mitchell and like these guys are doing great. I think Campbell's a a great coach talk guy about some of those like lesser dudes you know he gets his work yeah. out of them but i think that we could do well with the tight end um you think people will get overly excited doing the same thing they do with all these tight ends and go oh that's the Hawkinson replacement so i don't th- I, I don't think people really ever get overly excited about anything that happens in detroit <laughs> until um after they see it right but I do think that it's become an offense that people are slowly wanting to get attached to a little bit. I think people oh, yeah. like Dan Campbell and what he's doing, and it it's changed a little bit. Absolutely. So if they if it's the second round, you know, what do they have? That pick forty eight, and they have two, don't they? I'd have to look to see how many they have in this mock. Uh, they went Tucker Craft tight end at fifty five overall. So that's uh, mm, yep. I, like I think Tucker people Kraft, get excited about that draft capital. Yeah, and if they would get excited about it. I'm just wondering. I I, I liked Tuck, Tucker Craft, but I have, I like other tight ends more. So like I would get I would probably get less excited just because. But the draft capital is so tempting. Second round, second round's nice. I'm not gonna lie. Second round is uh, if you're gonna draft a tight end in the second round, well, almost fifty, almost a top fifty pick. I'm gonna just say I don't care if I don't like Tucker Craft. That's a high pick. mm Hmm. And I like Tucker Craft. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't care if he's whatever. He's fifth or sixth tight end out of my uh, favorite tight ends. One thing I've learned about Dan Campbell and during his NFL drafts, he doesn't do what anybody thinks he's going to do. Mm, okay, that's fair. He, he takes care of what the team needs. That, that said, they do need a tight end. But they do, but they you know, probably need defensive players a lot. Do you too. feel like when we got to Hendon Hooker that? And in no particular order that that's where it started to feel like last year when you had to push all the quarterbacks like into the top 20. And I know Hooker was like 36. He made it in the second round. But last year, like the the mocks even before the draft from the NFL mocks, I'm not talking about our mocks, right. the NFL mocks like had quarterbacks going and there's no way Detroit's not taking a quarterback. Yeah. And yeah. do you think that, that was a sign of that to make one quick mock of this before we get out of the second round, unless there's something you want to hit. No, no, that's, I think we, yeah, we definitely hit it. We hit the big ones. We talked about hooker. We talked about Gibbs. We talked about Charbonnet. Yeah. Do the ACDC song. 
I will say this because uh, it's worth mentioning. So 10 offensive skill positions went in the first round. 13 went in the second. And in the third, we bumped down to nine in the third round. So the third round's like, this is where you want to see these running backs go. And we do see a couple leave the board, but it's split like always between the third and fourth round. I always tell you, that's my Mason Dixon line. Like, who is, you know, like, I see Zach Evans going 74 overall. Oh, by the way, before I go there, Detroit has the 40. I'm sorry. Detroit has the, because you asked me that question, you know I had to answer you. Uh, 48th overall in the second. And then they pick very quickly again at 55. Yeah. So that's two. Like, if they want it, like, that, that's that's some nice draft capital. But um, Zach Evans, 74 overall in the third round in this mock. And uh, I just listened to uh, you and Travis May. And Travis is pretty high on Zach Evans, or higher than consensus. Got you a little excited, and I thought it was funny that you mentioned Cleveland as a landing spot on that profile. Do you remember well, that? He subliminally, up, subliminally put it in my head when he mentioned Sir Nicholas Chubb. Yeah, that's interesting. I thought that was interesting when the two of you talked about it, and I think it's interesting now that I see it in this mock. Yeah, that was a good show. I enjoyed Travis. Yeah, it's good stuff. Those were my first shows in like weeks. It felt like, <laughs> well, funny enough, retired, <laughs> yet to come out. Kendra Miller profile with Jason DiRienzo goes after Zach Evans at seventy nine in the third round, and we talked about his landing spot to Arizona. So you'll have to listen to that profile coming out soon, maybe as early as next week. And that one we got actually kind of excited about Kendra Miller going to the Cardinals. I think that's a better landing spot. And Zach Evans to Cleveland. Oh, immediately, definitely. Yeah, I love that one. For, Although Chubb and Hunt had a good thing going a couple of years ago. Very good point. Very good point. Is Hunt ever going to sign? I, I do still agree with you. I'm not arguing that point. I'm just yeah, but it's a, that that's worth bringing up for sure. I think we forgot uh, with recent production slash injuries to Hunt mm-hmm. that they were a nice one-two punch, and it, it seemed like that was Cleveland's preference for sure. They yep. didn't want Chubb out there for 350 carries a year. They wanted to. to that was also nice with Baker. I, f- I f- they had to run more that mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now with Watson, I mean, who knows? I think hard, Deshaun Watson will b- bounce back. Like no matter how you feel about oh, Deshaun Watson, to. I think that he'll bounce back for the NFL to. and for fantasy. I think he has to. That that was a that was a predictable rough start. Yep. I remember. I remember saying that, um, and two totally different reasons. And I was wrong about the second one and, and, and definitely right about Watson. Uh, I remember saying the whole time when Burrow was going to come back from that injury, it was going to be a really rough season for him. And I was wrong. But that's totally different, right? Watson's mm-hmm. out for completely different reasons. But just being away from football that long, you had to expect rust. I don't care how good he was before he left. You just had to. New team, too. New offense. Keep going. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. And, and I mean, and, and he wasn't around like – a team or facility. I mean, he was the year that they benched him all year and let him pace around the practice field, but he wasn't really around like the team. And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah so that, that I was, agree. But I like the bounce back prediction for sure. But it's just like, I saw you trade a forum recently and, um, and now's the time that was perfect timing. If you want to get some Deshaun Watson and you believe that it's going to bounce back. <sighs> No, uh, I I didn't. I wanted a top tier quarterback, and I hope that that ends ends up being what happens with Watson. Right, he's been in, in that league. 
you know how I feel about quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. When you're super flexing, you like you want you you need quarterbacks, and I only have two quarterbacks that I feel good about in that league. And I've been I've wanted my third quarterback for a really 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 long time because the ones I had just didn't pan out. I think I traded one, and then the ones I thought were going to pan out didn't pan out. Yeah. Um, and, and I wanted a quarterback, man, pretty bad. Oh wow! So you so, have Burrow and Tua in that. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. you have Burrow, Tua, and Watson in that. And league. Watson. Yep. Yeah, that's nice. So then I attacked it because our boy—I forget exactly who I trade with—but um, he had. I went for the stack attack because he had Justin Fields, and then the trade had happened, and so. I thought, you know what? Maybe he wants that stack and he wants DJ Moore. He also said he needs a running back. I'm going to shoot him Damian Pierce and just see what happens. And so I traded him Damian Pierce and DJ Moore for Deshaun Watson. Yep. And I'm deep at wide receiver. That's a mute point. I I, I don't even like it when people are like, oh, I I didn't need to. I don't think I lost value. With that said, though, I think that DJ Moore was the valuable piece that I traded away. And I think it's a pretty fair trade. Yeah, you traded you uh, you traded with my boy Jim, Jim Probes. Jim. Yeah, he likes Damian Pierce a lot. I like uh, Damian Pierce. I like DJ Moore. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> what's man, not I the mean, like? I, but look at my wide receivers. I can tell you're in the league right now. I am. Look at my team. <laughs> look at that beast, man. Yeah, it's, I know. It's it's know. all right. It's all right. I know. Jonathan Taylor Swift. Nick Chubb, Amon Ra, T. Higgins, T. Higgins, Waddle, Hawkinson. Oh my God, it's nice. Jameson nice. Williams on the bench. It's nice. My bench is nice. It is nice. So I wanted the quarterback. Got rid of DJ Moore. The stack attack. <laughs> Back to the mock. Back to mock the mock. Josh Downs is a is a is a favorite to probably go in the first round of uh, rookie drafts. Maybe the top of the. Second in Superflex goes to Baltimore. Uh, this is like, I think Baltimore is now the popular spot to, to have a deep sigh. And uh, you've been doing that for a long time, but I think everyone's doing it now. If you go to Baltimore, you die. Um, we don't know what's going on in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, even if he does stay and does play, doesn't seem to be long for that team. Um, I just don't see a long-term deal being done, but that could be a good thing, right? Some change there. Um, mm-hmm. maybe it doesn't make Baltimore such a bad spot, but that transition. I think it's great for the Ravens. I think it's great for the Ravens. It's going to be two years of hell if he goes. So one way or the other, I don't like this landing spot, I guess no. is what I'm saying. So I just for don't, fantasy, I don't need no. it. Yeah. I just don't need it. Um, so that, that, that's a sucky landing They finally spot. got the wide receiver Lamar Jackson yeah, needs. exactly. I need yeah. one more year of that. I just keep – I want to hear that every year when they draft or sign somebody. Yeah, they signed uh, with a 31-year-old. Hasn't done much in two years. Odell Beckham, Beckham Jr. Overpaid him. Um, I just I, paid I, two-thirds for Odell Beckham Jr. Hmm. Thought, what the hell? Eh, yeah, two-thirds isn't – What's worse than a tight end? A twenty twenty four third. Yeah, I hear that. You know what I mean. And then yeah. it was a three ten and a twenty twenty four third. Yeah, dude said a second rounder or two thirds. I said that's what I sent a three ten mm. and a twenty twenty four third. Right. Yeah, I don't hate that. So, I don't hate that. See what happens. Anybody? Um, in the, anybody else in the third round you want to hit, or you moving over to four? Let's go to four. 
All right, eight offensive Ooh. skill positions go in round four. We got some more running backs again. This is where Davon uh, Davon A chain goes, and ugh. It's so New funny England. how different we are. Like we're going through every round, and like you, you, I can tell you've like looked at this, and <laughs> Fenero know. Fenero already knows. I opened this up right before, right when we sat down. Like Fenero was here when I hit the link for the first time. <laughs> well, you, you, uh, you responded to a tweet recently. Uh, the tweet was something in regards to New England's going to do it again. They're going to draft a, a running back and it's going to make Ramondre Stevenson's value go down. So what wide receiver are you trading away to get, you know, uh, or what wide receiver would you like to grab for Ramondre Stevenson now before his value goes down? Swags' reply was, I'm trading for acres. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Get yeah. younger. Two years younger, man. Davon A Chain, fast as shit, track star, legitimate track star. Didn't didn't actually be in like wasn't just in track, was a track star, like at one point ranked in the nation. Very, very fast dude. New England is 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 been for a decade a place I don't want any running backs on. Why I don't own any Ramondre Stevenson. I get that Ramondre Stevenson has helped a lot of teams, and we're just assuming that New England might draft another one. May, might not. And Ramondre Stevenson could have a great season without Harris there this year. I think they draft a running back. I've always said they're going to draft a running back. It's probably going to be here in the fourth round as well. I, I think that it might not be Dave, Dave on A-chain, but I do. I would expect all Ramondre Stevenson owners to have some competition in that backfield 100%. Mm, I like it. Yeah. So who knows who it is? I don't think it's going to be A-chain, though. I think they're going to probably go after a bigger back. I, I got to give a quick shout out. You... You made me have a remember in my reminder. Mm. Um, so I want to shout out to Drink Minimum. <laughs> like, there's this show we did long, long time ago on <laughs> Fantasy Football Breakdown. And he wanted to talk about wide receivers. Like, that mm-hmm. was what we were supposed to do. And anytime, like, a wide receiver is brought up, I just talked about a running back on that same team. <laughs> like, That's awesome. And just was kind of like, nope, That's screw awesome. this. Like, we're talking, we're not talking about wide receivers. I am going to that feed and I'm going to find that. Or if you can find it for me, I would like to listen to it. Oh that. man, I'll try. It, yeah. it would be early on and it would probably okay. be horrible. I mean, if you guys think I'm bad at this now, listen back to some <laughs> of the first fantasy football breakdowns. I think you're, uh, I actually I, talk better now. I, <laughs> I still don't do names good, but some of that's on purpose because that's the way I think they should be, and we get to do yeah. whatever we want. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Like, yeah. they didn't teach me how to read. You know, my ignorant parents did. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Drink Minimum. So I'll, I'm going to be I'm going to be the first one to admit that Davis Allen is not on my radar. He was drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs in this mock at 122. You would say, ah, it's a fourth-round tight end. Who cares? Since Kelsey was drafted in 2014, the Kansas City Chiefs have only drafted two tight ends, period. Hmm. Like ev- like in any round. I'm not saying they didn't pick anybody up in free agency or even a UDFA. They yeah. Only two since 2014, nine years. And that was James O'Shaughnessy in 2015 and Noah Gray in 2021, both fifth-round draft picks. Davis Allen would be a fourth-round draft pick with Noah Gray, one year closer to Kelsey getting that much older. Would you mm-hmm. be more excited about Davis Allen, who, again, I don't know much about, 
<laughs> but it was drafted in Kansas City in the fourth round, which is the earliest they've drafted a tight end since Kelsey. Or are you just going to say, no, I'll just get Noah Gray and hope that he pans out? Or I'm out. I'll, I'll wait till next year when they actually draft a tight end. Yeah. Curious. I, what do you I, think? I, I don't think that I would get super excited about <laughs> I don't the think landing I spot. <laughs> you I, think anybody I would? Like, I think that I can project... That, and I'm not trying to be like a douche and like a broken record here, man, but I don't, I think you can project that people would be more excited about that landing spot than either right. of us. Yeah, I agree. Uh, sometimes I, would, I, I would, just see him and I skim over him just because I'm like, oh, if that happens, I won't have any of him. Everybody I would ask else him will. because it's, you know, a fourth round pick. Like, it's not, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't get excited about a fourth round tight end, I don't think. But I wonder if people will. People are, could people? Let's say it's not Davis Allen. Let's say it's a. Let's say it's a better known name. I'll go a little higher in the mock. What if it was? Oh wow! It looks like I have to go too high in the mock, though. See, I even like Tucker Craft more. But like, if Sam Laporta went to Kansas City, I think I might get a little excited because I told you I like Sam Laporta. Mm-hmm. But I, but if he went in the fourth, put him in the garden. Yeah, maybe. He's but I think in, people still would still draft garden. him before me. Yeah, that's the problem. Yep. Kansas City picks him in the second. Oh, forget it. Now, now everybody wants him. Yeah. Now even yeah. I'm kind of thinking like, ooh. <laughs> You're second. like, oh, hold on. Now I'm huh. interested. <laughs> look at this Sam Laporta guy a little closer. The second round tight ends. I mean, and we've yeah. definitely been fooled by. I mean, who, what was that? Didn't wasn't Drew Sample a second round tight end? Yes. Yes. I think Sternberger was for Green Bay. Like we get yeah. we get we get a little caught up in. Um, the position and don't and, and sometimes forget well they, they just need blockers too they're they just need blocking tight ends. tight ends you know that's yeah, what sternberger was for sure yeah. some of them are For like, sample that's all he does. Of, yeah some of them aren't fantasy yep. tight ends but they're very valuable to their teams right. yeah so we have to be careful to look valuable at that role to their and not, not very yeah. but they're valuable yep sorry drew you're not very valuable you're just valuable mm-hmm <laughs> I've just I've looked at Davis Allen's profile and I've decided I uh, have been found wanting. I'm not I'm not impressed with it at all. Yeah, never mind. I don't never think anybody else is mind. Although the NFL comparison is Harrison Bryant, they do like a little Harrison Bryant. But either way, Harrison Bryant's a great example, actually. Right? Didn't some people get excited about Harrison Bryant? Yeah, I don't get excited until we accidentally do. I kind of don't am. get excited until he leaves the team and goes somewhere else. That's the. I that's didn't the even know lesson. we were done being excited about Harrison Bryant <laughs> till now. <laughs> right now, it's over. Holy shit. I'm pretty sure I have Life Harrison Bryant. Life comes at you fast. You just, yeah, it does. I'll give you some I, Harrison Bryant. I have hair, I have a lot of Harrison Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean a decent amount, definitely, you know, like Yeah. But yeah, you're you're probably right. It's probably time to let that go. And then and then it'll hit. Yes. That's he's like twenty seven. Njoku will get hurt. He's gotta be on a different team first. You're gonna have to wait yep. two more years for Harrison Bryant. <laughs> Although yeah. Adam Troutman, I think, is done. Yeah. <laughs> These are guys I got excited about. Harrison Bryant, Adam Troutman, I think same draft class. Oh, they're it was just, it was Cole Komet and Troutman. Yeah, they're just tight ends. Yeah. Like you said at the top of the show, they're just tight ends. Just tight ends that need an opportunity. Yeah. Eh, maybe more than that. Yep. Are we out of here? Yeah, we only had four rounds to look at and we hit Five, some four, of the two, highlights. Two, I get, I'm going to do a final thoughts because you were, Ooh, I forget what I'm we were talking excited. about that you thought it made me think of a final thought. Yes. I don't even know what we were talking about. So, you know what? Maybe we'll have a final thought today. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. This is my final thought. No more problems. 
take that word out of your vocabulary. Like the complete word, like get rid of it and it'll come back. Like you're going to create a new habit though. Every single problem is an opportunity. Mm. No matter what you think that problem is or how bad it is, it's an opportunity for you to learn how you're going to get through it. And to, I mean, you could think of so many problems that you may have. Maybe, maybe you have to, maybe you're having a problem with a coworker, but really this is an opportunity for you to go talk to him, her, and confront him, get better at talking to people, handle the problem, the opportunity a different way. And maybe, I mean, you can think of all kinds of quote unquote problems. Like you're going to have lots of problems tomorrow, but make them into an opportunity to do something to make a better choice. Like maybe you don't get the job you want. And that seems like a huge problem. Like it, it really does, but it's actually, you have now an opportunity to prove that you should have got that job. Like you're still in the game. Everything is just an opportunity in one way or the other. And you have to find out how you take advantage of yours. That's my final thought. Panera. I love it. I love it. Some of yeah. it's not like well-versed, you know, like, cause the, <laughs> <laughs> your problems are you're you have to create like your opportunity to have what you're calling a problem but mm -hmm. you have a lot of things that like feel like a problem and they're not they're just like an opportunity to grow i was gonna say you grow is the key word there like um i remember somebody saying once like you know you could you could spread um basically like dirt right dirt's considered like these bad things or a problem right where mm -hmm. dirt is where like beautiful flowers and stuff grow from without the dirts, without the nutrition, without the minerals that are in dirts or problem, you don't get to grow. You don't have that opportunity to grow. That's where yeah. growth comes from is the dirt, the problems. That's where you can actually break through and flower and grow as a person and all those things. You have to go through adversity or problems. And I, I, I like that you say stop calling them that because it's a mental shift. Just shift your brain. Whoa, whoa, is that a problem or is that an opportunity? You can you can hear in my voice the difference in that, right? Just that simple yeah. switch gets yeah, well, you, to you you look you for can't it. have the problem either because like you don't even necessarily always know what the opportunity is yet. Mm -hmm. But it's there. Mm -hmm. You have to slow down mm -hmm. and find it and be like, you know what, this is an opportunity to do XYZ and this is something I've thought was a good idea, but I've never done it. And this is my opportunity to Prove it either to yourself or to somebody else, and you're, you'll just have better days. I couldn't agree more. Great final thought. That means that means we're ending this show. Episode yeah. 50 is over. We thank you all for tuning in through these last 49 up until now. <laughs> I am at Swagzilla Zero G. He is at Artvark TV. Were you, when were you feverish? Were you feverish by 50? I think you had to be, right? Oh, man. I think it was earlier than that. It had to be before 50. It really, I, I looked it up at one point. It was way earlier than I thought. Like, you, super that, early. I won't look it up. It's probably an episode of a title, though. It is. And it is. And it's really earlier than you think. It's a it trivia be, question it could be for, it could be for episode 400. <laughs> it's a trivia question for 400. I'm going to study up. I'm just going to look it up now. No, I'm kidding. I am at Swagzilla Zero G. He is at Upbuck TV. This is Rookie Fever, and we want a five star review. We think we deserve it in a super greedy way, and we are out. Rookie Fever.